Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. guys hello farewell to felicity megan smoke i am just like we're just like taking a minute to just like for just well no we've been taking minutes right it's like like, (laughs) right (laughs) it Uh, was yeah it was was perfect yeah it was perfect i couldn't have asked for better there was like nothing more did you hear he called her beautiful? I did not. When was that? I think he said, I hope she's as beautiful as her mother. Oh. And I tweeted you, because Cal's been waiting when seven was years. That? When was I, that? I, that was right when he was saying goodbye to her. When he, I thought that's what he said. I'm, I really feel like I heard the word beautiful. Oh, my God. Because he was saying goodbye, and he's like, please tell me how much, how much I love her. And then I thought he said, and I hope she's as beautiful as her mother. Feel free to fact check me. In my <laughs> in my haze of tears and emotions, I may have hallucinated him saying. <laughs> I don't know. I was too busy just like ah, screaming. But I feel here's the thing though. I gotta be honest. I when I heard it, I remember people would ask Mark on his Tumblr why Oliver hasn't ever called Felicity beautiful. Yep. yep. So if he tossed that in in the end. Just, it's all that's forgiven. Like, that is a total mark thing to do. Like 100. percent Like oh, they've always wanted him Listen, to say it. it was Pix's moment. It was like I know a lot of people were worried about them honoring Felicity, honoring Elicity, honoring OTA, and I really feel they did. I really feel they did personally. Me. Sitting here in my living room. Right. I feel they did. I feel they did. Yeah, it was really, um, I was like, oh, it's going so fast. Like, I was like, I was, when, I, when I started, I was like, okay, I'm totally ready for this. I was getting myself psyched up. And then it just started going so fast. Like, I blinked and it was 35 minutes. I'm like, no, 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 no wait, wait. <laughs> I was like, slow down, slow down, slow down. I was like, this is getting scary. It's getting, like, because, like, we're going to have to say goodbye soon. I'm like, no, no, no. And then it was those last 20 minutes. And what we got in those last 20 minutes was so much more than I ever expected to get. It was. Because, like, the show is, you know, again, <laughs> again, it's not, the focus hasn't hasn't always been on Elicity, and that's just been such a huge point of contention between fandom and the writers is that all we want the show to be is Elicity and OTA, and they want it to be more than Elicity and OTA. But I was worried in that. Like, this is really it. You know, they have Emily under contract for one more episode. You got to, like, bring it. And they really did. Um, I was a little confused. I mean, it works on the whole um, going into hiding with the Ninth Circle. Um, 
I wasn't worried about that. Yeah, I right. was just like, yeah, just get them out of town. Whatever right. I was like, you have the, to the crazy thing about it was fine. like, we already knew kind of what was going to happen. Yeah, we did. Um, huh? And I would say for me and you, it basically happened exactly the way we thought it was going to go down. Pretty but much. a bonus. Because um, we always thought that, or after we decided that Oliver wasn't dying and was going to be resurrected, (laughs) after we got off the Jesus resurrection thing. (laughs) So like, okay, they say, the monitor tells Oliver he's going to die. And I'm like, like, no, no children. (laughs) No. If you stated in the show as predetermined, like as destiny, it automatically means that it's not going to happen. Like those are the rules of television. These are laws that have been in place for yeah. decades okay yeah, yeah. so yeah. then you know they go to see dad <laughs> at the grave and i'm like listen here's my attitude right now on characters dying until they show me body plus dna i want dental records maybe an autopsy report i will not believe character deaths that happen off screen well when they do that they're 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 just shoveling on the expectation for this crossover the the, right. the expectation has always been that Oliver's going to die. Right. So it's just, it's just, oh, look, he's going to die. Right. And I feel like, I feel like what was really happening there, because when he first said it, I was like, no. And no. then they showed the the scene by the tombstones, and I thought, okay, mm-hmm. he didn't really die. What no. happened was, is he had to appear dead. And that's right. what the monitor meant when he said, I've seen you die. You're, right. you're, you're dead. According to the world at large, you right. are dead. That is that is the story that is told. And yes, is Oliver doing this for Barry and Carl ridiculous? Yes. Yes, they're undeserving twiddledinks who have always been undeserving twiddledinks. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that gets me through this is they're going to have to, the two of them are going to have to eat so much fucking crow about oh the God. stuff that they I said can't about wait. Oliver Queen. I'm not going to watch it, but I can't Listen, wait to see I'm it. I'm watching it, and it is going to be so satisfying. <laughs> I will be watching so her happy to stick see it to the Flash and Supergirl writers. <laughs> I am here for it. Beth yep, will yep. just, I, I, and Beth yep. I trust. Yep. Um, so what I was expecting, I was like, oh, Fliss is going to be a fugitive. And then I was like, I was still waiting for the whole, I was like, we st- it, when there's like three minutes of TV left, in particular series finale, you just got to like buckle oh, yeah, your seatbelt. Because it ain't just over, like, fam. It ain't over. I was like, we're saying goodbye to the graveside. We got three fucking minutes left. I was like, okay. So I, what we were expecting was Felicity leaves town to go search for Oliver. She finds Correct. out Oliver's really alive and she's going to search for Oliver. And so the part that I loved... Oh. oh, okay. The he's monitor, like, okay, right. take me to him. And right. I'm like, The yes! monitor's like, no, I know where he is and I'm going to take you. And she knows that the monitor knows and he, she's just going to go to him. And so they're together. Now, Which I, I was a, not expecting no, I wasn't. the writers was to bonus. protect. That was a bonus. Like, we already got the happy ending, fam. It's we done. Did. Like, I know what happens off screen and that's frustrating, but believe Mama Jen when I say this, that this is a gift. It is, it is a, a gift. gift. We don't need Emily Bet Ricards to come back to tie anything up. They protected the whole <laughs> happy ending by this. Like, I mean, obviously she's going to because that is my course. will and she yeah. will submit to it. That's just yes. the way, this is the way it works. Okay. Basically, yeah. But what's so amazing about that is like Felicity's not a fugitive. She's not on the run. She's living her happiness with Oliver 
right all the way through yeah, season she eight. Have to wait. She doesn't have to wait eight more months. Right. It's like all the way through season eight. As I'm watching, whatever Oliver's happening to Oliver in season eight, I know in the future he's with Felicity. It's yeah. it'll all be worth it. Right and now, they're they're yeah. Right now. It's like they're living yeah. the happy ending right the hell now, fam. Which I was really not expecting that. I was expecting more of an open ended. I'm gonna find your father kind of goodbye. Correct. Same. So the fact that that Beth and Mark just served that up on a silver platter and were like, "Here, cupcake, have your fill of joy and rainbows well, and sprinkles." I need. I feel I, mean, I need to 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 inter inter like interject here Have i see it. people that i think are are maybe misinterpreting how what that was i think some people believe that oliver is in fact dead and that oliver the monitor was taking felicity to heaven essentially no. killing her so she could be no. they're re- reunited in the afterlife and it's like no 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 guys no. go rewatch no. that whole last 10 minutes okay that tells you the thing she says i'm gonna what was it? What was the line? I've I just waited a really long it. time to see him or something like I've that. I've waited. A re- but the, even beyond that, she said, oh, like there's so much. Oh, I promise I will find you again. Right. Yeah. In the present day, that right there already laid right. out what, what was going to happen to Felicity in the future. They're they're they're. She Nobody said no matter dying. what happens to him. Because Felicity didn't believe Oliver's going to die. No, and Felicity's not. never wrong, guys. <laughs> Listen wrong. to Felicity. She Settle knows what's down. up. Nobody dead here. Nobody dead. Nobody's dead. Okay, listen. If there is a show that has been more crystal clear about death, it's Arrow. Like, they... The monitor... Here's the thing. The reason why... And I know everyone was bitching about last week's episode with Tommy, and I get it, but that that episode served a really important purpose because they were defining the afterlife for Arrow. They've never done that before. We don't know if Oliver believes in God. We don't know if Oliver has any kind of faith or religion. Honestly, I was kind of like leaning towards not as he was like, hey, hallucination Tommy. I'm like, no, actually it's angel Tommy, but whatever. They were, and it was some kind of, whether you want to believe it was actually Tommy um, coming on a little fiesta from heaven, whether you want to believe it's God posing as Tommy, they did this on the flash. There's a history here. Okay. The speed forks God presented himself herself as Nora Allen and had a real big talk with Barry about how life works okay so that's what Tommy was doing last week so they were setting the parameters for and they did it like very like oh you know you know when Oliver sees everybody die he's like you know how did how did I he's like why did that happen and Tommy says to him kind of snidefully he's like well how should I know I'm just a hallucination right like, you don't call Jesus a hallucination. He gets snarky, okay? So when God is in front of you, if this happens to you, if God shows up for a personal one-on-one, don't say you're hallucinating. It insults him. He gets mad. And then he shows you dead people. Just don't do it. So they've already defined the afterlife for Tommy, and and they've defined it in other ways with Robert Queen. It's not the monitor, the no. monitor's not God. In I I, no. I I get that he's some kind of universe, he's some sort of whatever. Like, yeah, he's like a universe watchdog, watchdog or whatever. But he's not God, <laughs> and yeah. Felicity wasn't dying, and Oliver's not dead. It's all part of the plan, guys, and the plan is Elicity happy ending. And also, can we talk about the fact that our ship is bigger than the universe? Bigger than. 
the universe. You guys, do you understand? Like, like they can keep their gold stamp standard. on it. <laughs> they can keep their gold standard. Really, they right. can. Go ahead. Be sure. gold standard. Uh, we're bigger than the universe. We're bigger than the universe. Top than that, bitches! You universe. know, that's kind of where I'm at. Oh my god, it was just... Okay, okay, we gotta do montage. Because again, keep oh, the expectations was... low. Keep the expectations low. I was just low. sitting there just like... I was like, I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. It was... Like, Diggle's taking them to, like, the love cabin. And unfortunately, our headcanon about them going to Aruba over Christmas got obliterated. I know, that's so mean. I was like, that's rude. Come on, guys. But they, you know, all I was, like, <laughs> trying to make it sexy and fun. But I was okay with it cabin. because that was... That was that was gorgeous. Right. Oh, and again, they address the fact that Elicity never got their honeymoon. Thank God. It's like I, I mean, feel like I really feel like Mark and Beth might have gone through Mark's Tumblr <laughs> and wrote notes <laughs> about wish lists and made sure you check every single one up. Um, so he gets the whole first year with Mia. The monitor gives him one year. Was it that? Was it a year? I think, I mean, it was almost a year. It was at least three months, like, with me. I don't know. It's hard to tell with babies. Someone said a year to me on Twitter, and I just believed it. So, you know, <laughs> let's just talk about six months to a year. Can we just, let's just be agreed? Are we agreed? Yeah, three months to care. a year? Whatever. Doesn't matter. It's been a while since I've had a kid. I'm kind of forgetting what babies look like at certain ages. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, we got daddy montage. and like, That was exactly what I needed. Elicity exactly normal life montage. That was fantastic. That's sitting on the porch. <sighs> sitting on the porch, <laughs> looking at the stars. Sipping wine. Talking about sipping getting wine. William back. I was like, thank you, God. Because thank that you. is exactly what would have happened you. if not for right. the monitor. Right, not for the monitor. Um, Oliver playing with Mia. Like, okay, it's not bad. Don't cry. And then he like... <laughs> Then he's sleeping on the chair with her, and Felicity comes over to get When he lifted like, her so up, like over his head, outside. I know. I was like, I was like oh, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm dead. This like, is what it. do you think about <laughs> where heaven. this character started and where what we're ending? I'm her. like, oh my god, it's perfect. Like everything he said to her while he was sobbing, and I was sobbing, and everybody yeah. was sobbing. Like. There was a moment where he was talking about how, like, how it all started out. And I was like, is this Stephen or Oliver? Yeah, it <laughs> like, really. It was amazing. The really scene was. with OTA in the bunker. Oh, I personally that's felt. That's where I first started. To yeah, I it. lost it there. Yeah. I got to give David <laughs> Ramsey credit. He was oh, keeping his shit together way better than Steven and Emily. Emily's oh, comes man. next. No, no. Steve was like, got Steve the big was ass. a mess. I was like, Steven, you're not leaving the show. <laughs> you have another <laughs> 10 episodes to do. And he's a mess. But like, is Eddie's, like, did we truly believe anything else would happen in this scenario? No. That Steven would this, be this the was, absolute disaster yes, zone. Yes. Emotional. <laughs> Yes. basket case yes. it was so factual i was like all of, i said steven emily and david are losing it more than oliver felicity and diggle like that to me really felt like the actors trying to like keep it together and they were just and then diggle like i i'm sorry i love that they're in like xcia x argus land it's like all their neighbors are super spies. That's fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah. 
It was just like my cups runneth over. I know. I could not. It's ask so more. much to digest. Like I was just like, I have to watch this eighty-five times to. Really I know. Get I always full... say that Arrow never gives me everything I want, but I feel like they came pretty damn close with this. I mean, honestly, pretty damn close. This is why I don't really. Um, I get a lot. You know, when I had my inbox open. <laughs> Haven't done that for a while. Sorry. <laughs> Had to protect the bubble. I used to get like a lot of, hey, Jen, how, what would you like to see for the end of Arrow? And I really never answered it because number one, I really didn't know. I'm not good at, um, I need this, this, and this. All I really have ever wanted is Oliver to be happy with Felicity and whatever context that is. It's a fairly broad term, <laughs> happiness. So... I give the writers the freedom to create what that happiness looks like. And he was given time with Felicity. No. is Does it make it okay that they lost the 20 years? No. But I wish I could love non-epic love stories. Like, I, I wish I fell in they love with easier. selfish characters. They would be easier. I wish I fell... Right. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I fell in love with the anti-heroes. I wish I fell in love with... Um, non-heroic stories. I'm not built like that. This is just what I love. And there is, it's always gut-wrenching. But that's why I love these characters is because they sacrifice things I would never do in my right mind. I would tell Barry and Kara to fuck off. I'm in my love cabin with my mister. But he made a promise that he's an honorable man. Right. He's an honorable man, which is why the monitor asked him. He knew that Oliver is the right guy for the job, which Mm -hmm. says everything you need to know about Oliver. Yep. 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 So big hero. Oh, I am just so happy. I am so, so happy. Their happy ending is protected. It's like cocooned. It's just it's a little cocoon. And that is where it will live and grow. Forever, until it blossoms, and the show ends like a butterfly. You know, I just—I was not expecting that. I was just <laughs> I was not expecting to do me right like that. I just was ready for them to just like leave it more open-ended. Nope. Sewing it up with a bow, silver platter with some cake, extra frosting. Here you go, Jen. I have never been treated so well in a television show. In my life. We're blessed, fam. Everyone's like, how can you be saying that? They're separated for 20 years. Listen, I've had some dark days in TV. You don't know. And I'm watching Lost right now. And that's the other side of kooky town that Callie has me in. So I'm just like, there's a whole lot of appreciation going on for what I have with Arrow. (laughs) Yeah. That's... Listen, I like the hard stories. The hard stories are are what what give you something to to I don't know, hold on to better or aspire to better or just I don't know. There's something about them. You know, I love what Felicity said that you know, he's he said to her during their vows that she's the very best part of him and she said, no, we're the very best part of each other. Ugh. And there is something 
really unique, I feel, about Elicity because you take Oliver as a separate character and Felicity as a separate character. They're both really interesting people and interesting characters with storylines of their own um, that I feel like, you know, for a CW show, they did a fairly good job of, you know, pulling out the layers. Um, but then you bring them together and it's just this magic. It's just magic. And the miracle that is Arrow is that they recognized what they were seeing in dailies. Um, they were willing to chuck the plan, realize the plan was not working it. And instead of trying to force it, they just went with the flow. And they're like, eh, this, this woman, this is working. We're going to go with it. And that is so incredibly rare in television. First of all, that a television show would stumble upon and Emily Bet regards like this. It's fairly unusual. Um, and then that they were open enough to the creative process to allow that character to kind of unfold and see where it takes them. Right, right. And what they created with that is also fairly right. magical too. Um, you know, Stephen and Emily, they are wonderful actors and they bring so much chemistry together. And then there's the writing. To me, it's all part of the recipe, you know. Um, and it there was there's really just something spectacularly magical about this ship that I really have not experienced in television before. Mm -hmm. It's kind of on a next level, and I'm just so eternally grateful for this episode. I'm so eternally grateful. It makes, I think, for people who are done with the show, it makes it yeah. very easy to walk away. Oh yeah, for me happily walk I away. I can I can walk away feeling it's going to be okay. Right. That it's all okay. That it's everything is taken care of. Like Felicity's okay. The kids are going to be okay. Yeah. And I love that aspect. I can go to the the spinoff and everything's fine. You know, well, because and it's I, all okay. <laughs> I here's here's another aspect to it that I'm kind of toying around. I don't know. We have to. I have to watch season eight to see how this whole save the universe thing goes with Oliver, but. To me, there seemed to be an element of when Felicity goes to see the monitor and he's going to take her to Oliver. She's like, I've been waiting a really long time to see him. And so to me, she's known where he's been for a while. And I think the piece of it for Felicity that this loss of 20 years is she wasn't ready to leave. Right. Mia. Yeah. Until she was ready. Because, um... She, needed she made to feel that promise. Mia was right. Ready. Yeah. She needed to know Mia was going to be okay. And she needed to know William was going to be okay. And a lot of it for Felicity has been letting go of her kids so she can be with her husband. Yes. And that just has to be like, it just gives another level of appreciation for the mom she is and what torture that must have been for the last 20 years. And, it really answered to me while she was so um, protective, like overly protective. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, this difficulty in letting go because she knows the minute she does, she has to say goodbye to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as a mother, yeah, that's something <laughs> that you're, <laughs> that's very difficult so she chose her children every day for 20 years until she felt okay now. And I think a large part of it, too, is that she knows 
William has Mia and Mia has William and um but that's all that's the only part of this that's the only part of this that kind of like sticks in my craw a little bit is the William thing because I feel like it was just a story function to keep Mia's identity a surprise right I agree and it was just there was not no other reason really for it necessary yeah. and I feel like you could have unveiled Mia in a surprise shocking way well, work just your because way Oliver that. wasn't there doesn't mean that Felicity couldn't have reached out to William. Right. It's messy. Anyhow. The William thing is messy, and they really just did it for um, the, the shock. Yeah. Right. The shock mm -hmm. of the Mia reveal. I and I that. just don't feel like the shock of the Mia reveal is worth the character cost and storyline cost it requires for Oliver and Felicity to be like, oh, we should maybe ask for joint custody. It's like, mm, okay. <laughs> like what <laughs> oh we miss william pouty face let's ask for joint custody uh oh the monitor's here i'm like really we're doing this kids we're doing this it was bad it was bad and then you know we have william pitching an ever loving hissy fit every other episode about how they abandoned him i'm like okay well you left them first so yeah. that's on you kitten and then yeah, that's yours boo -boo. right that's, that's your that's your Cross to bear their son, and then it gets messy with the monitor, and he has a legitimate point where okay, where Felicity could have reached Do out. Do you remember when Stephen tweeted, "I promise we'll finish the way we started," and he posted the picture of him holding Mavi? Yes, <laughs> I, know. I know. We got it. I know. It's like. Did you see where he told her, what was it? He said something to her like he loved her before he told her he loved her or whatever. I know. I like, just like, we need to like re. <laughs> I know. I think I, know, I was but... going deaf because I was crying so much. I was like, what? I'm like, I'm sobbing. I'm like, I'm so beautiful. I'm like, wait, what did he say? I don't know. It's just like beautiful. It's amazing. I was just like, I'm such a mess. I was like, this is, I just. Like, this is like an episode that I can't, I was like, people, I'm going to miss, so I have to watch put, eight times, and I'm like, I can't, my brain. People want to put bigger than the freaking universe on a bench. <laughs> so you damn right that's we're going to put it on a bench. <laughs> that's where we're at. We'll start another uh, billboard fun and put it on New York Ti in Times Square again, too. The fandom has the power. <laughs> <laughs> does have the power. We scared Mark once upon a time. We still got I it. I know. He was so disturbed. He's like, okay, just I was seriously kidding, but wow. We wanted that kiss, man. Yeah, don't don't like, kid don't with us. Don't poke the we bear, won't. dude. Just just give See, this is what I like. It's like they've learned their lesson. Just don't poke the bear. Give the bear what just, she wants. Give us what And we everybody want. walks away alive, okay? Happy. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to riot out of his home. Outside yeah. his home. No, I mean he's fine. got a lovely wife, a couple daughters. I don't want to disturb his day to day. Just give me what I want, man, and I won't stalk you. And he seemed to kind of like in our meetings together <laughs> take that under consideration. <laughs> Jen is crazy. <laughs> Oliver and Felicity end happily ever after. The end. <laughs> yep. Okay, that works for me. Oh. <laughs> Listen, the fact that I have an insane obsession with this couple has, and like many other people do, I feel very strongly was weighing on Beth and Mark's minds as they were writing this 
episode and they couldn't fuck it up and they knew it. Like Beth was and just like, don't worry, I got you. And everybody I've seen online so much. Mm, sure, Jan, we'll see it when you show. It's like, there was so much bitter. It's like, oh yeah, they always say there's OTA moments and then there's nothing. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah, actually sure. her last episode. So it's going to be really bad if they don't give it to us. And they gave it to us. And I love that they gave Felicity and Diggle a little goodbye. It was like, yes. I love you. Oh, where he says, I love you. And Oliver's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, because they're still, they're going to like, okay, so like Oliver goes off with the universe. Like, why oh. is Oliver even in season eight? <laughs> right. I'm like, why are we doing, why? How is this Arrow if Oliver's not? I'm so confused. And then, like, okay, we still didn't see Diggle in the flash forwards. Where's Diggle? Like, I mean, I don't care You'll that much, but like, where I'm is sure. he? I don't know. This has to be like all holdover for spinoff stuff. Okay, by the my way. My only, wait, his his line was, my only regret is not telling you I loved you sooner. So that begs the question. I mean, I know my, my headcanon is that what? he realized. He said, I only regret is I didn't tell you. Yes, oh my God, Jennifer. Really? Yes, he did. He That's did. what he said. He did. Okay. So when did he love her? I don't know. There's so many. Oh, my God. I mean, one could make an argument for 103. Ah, <laughs> uh, see? But you know what? Okay. See, I'm rebounding. It's okay. I can do this. <laughs> I said that Oliver knew he loved Felicity in 220. What was the time? I said, I said 206. Okay, you said 206. I said 220. Steven said no, I know. You are just all about Steven and his head cannon. My head cannon is different for Steven Adam Amell, okay? But 220 is still the same night, or 221, 222, whatever. The it's clock still the tower. Same night, it's still the same night as 223. Well, okay, so here's my thing. Um, so. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> well, okay, but like when I I told you, okay, but here what uh, which I love you is he referencing the first the, one? Yes, because it was real. Okay. Um Well, actually this really works for both of us because yes, your head canon has been No, this is fascinating. Okay, is we're going like we can do like 80 this. pages this. on this. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's not going to give you 80 pages on. <laughs> 50,000 podcasts coming out. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um no, because I said what I said in my meta was that it was his all at once moment. Like it was a slow falling in love with Felicity. But then I, my, what, I think what I said was that it's an all at once. Like he knows that he, this is irrevocable. He's never going to love anyone as much as he loves her kind of moment where he's going to just stop fighting it. It's just a state of existence for him. Doesn't mean he was going to be with her. It just this yes. is, you know, loving Felicity yes. is part of I his agree. DNA. It's okay. just, it's just But fact. like all the other moments are Oliver falling in love with Felicity. So really, you could pick any time in season two after 206. I think, I think 206 is really like, that was the first where I was like, oh, they are so on. It's Donkey Kong. Like moment. I, I visibly remember jumping up 
in my yes. seat and screaming, yeah, game on. And my husband exactly. was like, what? I was like, oh. That's why I, I have a special fondness for 206. It was just like, right. that was when the door was, the was And then they open. back-ended it with 207, and you're <laughs> just like, I can't handle the goodies that we the are heart, getting. I was like, what heart, is happening the in the writer's room? What is going on? It's just like, it was like an elicited love explosion. So apparently, according to folks who were at Knocking Point for yeah. their shenanigans this weekend, over there in Walla Walla, they apparently somebody's saying that that Stephen was the one who wanted Elicity reunited at the end. I'm guessing of this episode, and that he cried watching the ep yesterday. I mean, same dude. Of course he did. Well, I mean, because it's he cried filming it. If you don't that? understand that Stephen is a mushy, mushy, muscly teddy bear man, yeah, he is. When it comes to like Emily Bett Ricards and Felicity Smoke and Elicity. Oh man, he was just, he was goo. Listen, was guys, you goo. put a little girl dresses Felicity Smoke in front of him, he breaks. He now, gives you whatever you want. Like, you just have question. the kid ask, and he's like, sure. <laughs> I should have had my kid asking for 10 mil, but I was stupid and asked for when the wedding was going to happen in retrospect. My question is yeah. how can anybody watch this? See him reacting to having to say goodbye to her and then think, oh, well, you know, in the 10 episodes next season, obviously he's going to get together with Dinah Laurel, whoever. Well, like, can I just say? Really? Listen. Really? Like, here's really? the deal. It, do you think so? Callie and I feel that you we would do? not be watch over. We are not doing our loyal listeners a service. Uh, okay. um, we're doing our loyal listeners a disservice if we are not snarky. Correct. About Laurel Lance or Laurel at least one time in every Listen, podcast. fans. We're here to serve you. What you saw tonight was the end game. So end game. End he shakes game, her hand game, and he looks like he's touching death itself game, as he's shaking it. And like Laurel's all, oh, oh, he shakes my hand. And I swear to God, that group of people is going to live off of that moment. For a fucking decade. Listen, they can have it. I, got I know. It. I was like, I wish I. My only regret is I didn't tell you I loved you. I know. It's bigger like, than the fricker in the universe. Like, could know? we talk about maybe he could have told her in season one? Like, as he's like, I mean, yeah. there's just like a lot of times where we could really. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. I love you. Right. It's <laughs> like we could really like. We could even dig this. This is what I'm saying. I mean, any time after 103 would be a believable moment for me for yeah. Oliver to say, I love sure. you. <laughs> Because his many, eyes were saying that in every scene. How many fan fictions exist that rewrite season one that have him coming to the realization? Well, right now, Calista Wolf is, watch, is writing a fucking epic one. Yeah. So, so she's taking care of season one for us, guys. It's, it's all the it's canon, be a maze. It's, all the canon. it's been a maze thus far. <laughs> so, yeah. Oof. Hilarious that they gave the lore of a fandom. Just a teeny tiny moment. But it honestly, I thought Steve was going to stop, turn around, ask for a set of gloves, and then shake her hand. It was just like, it's like they're so uncomfortable around each other. I'm like, I don't want to know what happened with you two, but can you get the mess off my screen? Because it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, just like, get that away from oh, me. Oh, it's on. just uncomfortable. You're messing up the pretty. Listen, if they the want to do an E-True Hollywood story sometime, yeah. I'll watch it. Sure, who wouldn't? But I don't really want to know. Because it's, yeah. it's messy, guys. I don't, I don't so know messy. what it is, but it's mess. I didn't think I was capable or deserving of love. You opened up my heart in ways I didn't know was possible. He quoted what she said to him in 320. To her. Tonight. 
Really? Yes. It is her 20th speech because that yes. was when he first let her love him. And that's when, that was when he was like, okay, I love you and you can love me. And then they had sex. <laughs> Why is everything so perfect? I don't know. I'm but having it is. a moment. Give me a minute, okay? It was, it was more fantastic and beautiful and deserved and epic than I could have hoped for. Also, props to my girl for being like, you ain't taking my mans. He ain't oh, dying. Yeah. No, she got like in front of him. She's, she's like, like oh, fuck man. off, monitor. And I'm like, she's basically Barry and Kara can suck a bag of dicks. And I'm like, listening smoke is a mood and that I is my mood. I expected her to say that. That exact thing. I expected her to say that. Pretty much. I was like, the bag of dicks comment's coming next, right? Because I was like, that's kind of like the whole emotional trajectory of the statement. I was like, listen. She's like, why does it always have to be you? I'm like, you know, let's just preach I mean, it, my sister. That's preach a, that's it. A fact. Yeah. What yeah. else can why? we talk about? Can we exactly. talk about how they've destroyed your character when you guest star? Let's do a round on that. Have at it, Emily. It's your last episode. They should just let her run free. Like a 45-minute dialogue, monologue kind of deal. I, that would have been great television. I mean, the fact that Felicity Smoke is like Barry, Barry, Kara, and the freaking universe can suck it. My husband is staying right here. This so, is why she is my queen and where I will fall, where her, where she goes, so goes my nation. So, okay. I'm looking at Alejandra. She's one of the gals who went to Walla Walla this last weekend. Okay. Is she, and is she, she said, fun stuff? well, somebody said, you know, they're, they're not dead. He's somewhere fixing the universe. Felicity chose to be with him. And Alejandra replied, because she was at Walla Walla this weekend, she said, exactly, so not dead. And that last scene was a pitch from Stephen himself. He wanted Elicity reunited. Damn it. I'm going to have to, like, so now Steve I have again. To take back everything <laughs> I've ever said about him. What? Stop that. Listen, <laughs> no. He's so problematic, though. <laughs> yes. We're going to box him. We're going to have Steve categories. Yeah. That's the best way to handle Steve. We're going to have categories. Shipper Steve is the best Steve. He's fine. He's He's great. He's my golden boy. All other versions of Steve, wildly problematic. Mess. Mess. Don't want to touch it. Also, I could just see him saying that that was his thing. Yeah, but I think it probably it's was. It's probably true. Well, tracks. you know, I think here's the deal. Here's the deal. What I, yeah, that's fair. What I love about that is I feel like he felt it was important to the integrity that just in case he didn't want to roll the dice on Emily. Like if Emily can't come back yeah. or she won't come back, he didn't want that to dismantle yeah. the whole love story. Right. And I think he wanted fans to have more than she's searching for Oliver kind of open-ended thing. Yeah. But I mean, they could have, I mean, they could have done us dirty and just ended it right That's at the freaking um, meant in that interview when she said Stephen had some ideas. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, well, like there was I, when they were at the grave site, I was like, Oh, if they cut, I was really expecting because they were doing the whole pan that they love to do yeah, over the grave yeah, sites. I was like, if they yeah, cut yeah. now, uh-huh. you know, just yeah. all the middle fingers to you, season eight. And then, like, I noticed there's three minutes left. I'm like, oh, baby, give me the goodies. So thanks, Steve, for the extra three minutes. 
thanks, Steve, for making sure that all of our everyone's <laughs> just favorite in case Emily's like, together. I'm never stepping foot on the set again. It's fine. It's really fine, guys. Like Oliver can pop up in the flash forwards and be like, Hey, mom is like setting up house. Or she has a I cold. mean, imagine all the different sort of fanfics that can come out of this. There's a like, lot. Like, Oliver and Felicity off in other universes? Yes. Think of the multiverse places they could have sex, guys. Go all nuts, fandom. Make sure you put warnings on for explicit material. <laughs> Some of us search for that. <laughs> <laughs> but did I say that out loud? Me? I, mean, I don't know true. what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I have pearls on. Never mind. Oh. Can I just say in juxtaposition to the two nights of television that we've had? I mean, what a roller coaster. What a roller coaster ride, right? baby girl, that we are on. My sister, my friend, my wife. I just, we have just been from the gamut of complete shit television to fantastic television in the span of 24 hours. Listen, I got to say this before we get off of like, we're kind of verging on to Game of Thrones Oh, yeah, here. we don't have to. And I can, I can I literally feel... beat this Elizabeth thing to death. So let's, let's, let's veer over to Game of Thrones for just a hot second. Okay. But you know how everybody after last night was like, oh my gosh, we might have a challenger for worst series finale ever. And you and I were we audibly might... laughing on the phone because we're like, facts. <laughs> they, they, might, they might take it from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Guess who was sitting there preaching on Twitter today? Who? Mr. How I Met Your Mother showrunner guy. Oh, Carter was Bates. he saying take it easy on no, no. Weiss and whatever no. his name is? Listen, this is what he said. I will read it. His name is Carter Bays. It's at Carter Bays. Go shade him. Whatever you need to do, fam. He says, re Jamie on Game of Thrones. I've always heard this complaint about throwing away character development and how people grow and change and even bad guys can become good guys since the How I Met Your Mother finale. To the people who say this, I say respectfully, you are the reason we got Trump. I've thought about this a lot. The 2016 election had shades of Ted and Barney. A basically, like, what? I'm sorry, what the fuck? Okay, I'm going on. A basically decent work wonk versus a womanizer in a suit. I'm not saying Barney's anywhere near as bad as Trump. Barney's awesome, true story. But they both work the same. Rascal makes good narrative. Storytelling has conditioned us to expect the Donald Trumps of the world to pivot. Of course Trump will change. Look at Barney Stinson, Han Solo, Tony Stark. Every Bill Murray character from the 80s. Every Adam Sandler character from the 90s. Prince Hal from Henry V. Who's the hero of Casablanca? Is it the guy who led the resistance against the Nazis and escaped three concentration camps? Of course not. It's this asshole. The guy who makes the big sacrifice and giving up a plane ticket. I'm not knocking this trope. It's a great story. It makes us feel hopeful for our own imperfect selves. But it's dangerous to apply in real life. Real life. Because Game of Thrones is real life. Especially when we're conditioned to think the pivot is essential to heroism. As in you can't be good without being bad first. Redemption is great, but when we celebrate the people who come over to the good side more than the ones who've always been there, we get into trouble. To be more specific, we get Trump. I guess what I'm saying is, Jamie Lannister pushed a 10-year-old out of a window. Brienne can do better. Like, there that is, is so offensive. So I don't even much know where to wrong begin. with that? I don't even, like, know where to start. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's a... Like, it's just a tweet pile of bullshit on top it of bullshit. Is. Like, like, okay, but it, there's the fact that Jamie was changing was actually 
maybe had always been a good guy and the only reason he pushed the kid out the window is because of his evil sister and okay. like he'd grown past that and We're, characters can grow he's they extrapolating can. they can grow okay he's extrapolating <laughs> fictional scenarios for real world scenarios that really don't match up in any way shape or form and if he wants to like hey y'all this is how you end up with trump fine i think but it's, it's deeply a, a delusional if that's how he thought <laughs> that this is how we end up with trump that people thought it's messy here's the thing it's that people messy. don't understand about trump they didn't elect him he's not elected because they, they, this is some redemption story he got elected because of who he is. No one wanted him. They don't want him to change. They wanted him exactly how he was presenting himself. That's the part everybody has a hard time with. He got elected because of, of the way he operated and, and what he thought and what he said. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't like, oh, he's really a good. No. And he's how like, this is just who I am. And that's, that worked for a lot of people like, for a lot of different could- reasons. How can you compare that to Barney? Which Simpson we can and, debate and later because this is not a political show, but whatever. Right. There's but just like, so much. What are you so talking so about with Barney Stinson? Oh, okay. A womanizer. And Jamie Lannister. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Barney <laughs> Simpson, over the course of nine years, was an incredibly deeply evolved person who changed, who became focused on the love of one woman who wanted love and commitment often more often than not it was robin who was deep six in the relationship and not barney right barney was chasing robin for longer than robin was chasing barney barney was 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 from what i understand because i didn't watch but he was a reformed sort of guy the love reformed him i'm sorry a guy who has a lot of sex in his 20s and then grows up in his 30s that's not and realizes he wants to settle down guys. and get married. That's kind of normal. That's met heterosexual <laughs> ones. Have you met a guy in his twenties? Sorry, ladies. I, I, I like that you, is this is this terrible. is just this is the thing that drives me nuts. That if you criticize a piece of work, and that criticism disagrees with whatever. That this is how men approach it. I've had a lot of this today. I'm really over the mansplaining. I don't need the how I met your mother guy to explain to me right? why his finale was deep and really And why Jimmy Lannister should be lesson, a bad guy in the end. Right. A true life like, lesson for me because look how he foretold Trump. Right. Which, okay. I... <laughs> What the f- yeah, okay. it's a mess. And like, it's a hot take. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, let's not talk about the fact <sighs> that you killed a female character. Her basic function was to birth two kids, and then you killed her so that she could uh, the your lead character could end up with the other female lead. Can we just talk That's about gross. that for a minute? Well, no wonder he liked the Game of Thrones oh, episode. No he, wonder he he's got no problem with a building falling on Jamie and Cersei. Wow, like, the How I Met Your Mother writers agree with the Game of Thrones writers. What a shock. Like, he was all all tweeting, apparently, last night about how wonderful an episode of television it was. And I'm like, of course you Listen, think so. Listen, that guy is just happy <laughs> there's someone coming for his title. That someone else just wrote the worst series finale. 
Because he's been eating crow and getting dragged through every pole for the last for years. Mean, 10 years. How long has that match your mother been off the air? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Long time. I mean, yeah. it is number one with a bullet point every single time there's any kind of poll, article, anything about worst series finale ever. It's always how I met your mother. Because it sucked, dude. And no matter which way you want to dress it up and to make it some Trumpian thing, it ain't going to change the fact that it was shit writing and just except that it was shit writing made no sense and you were so self-involved with your own egotistical mind trip about oh i've come up with this brilliant plan and i filmed 11 year olds so they'll look the same as 11 year olds when it's 20 years later and that the people were not falling over themselves to worship the ground you walked on after you aired it no no it just sucked now let's talk about why Last night's Game of Thrones was problematic. Oh, man. Listen, guys. All right. I am not one of those kind of people, females, that throw out the labels very much. Like, I'm not really, you know, I'm not calling misogyny every five seconds. You know what I mean? It's like, it takes. You, you have to be careful. You have to be careful about when you're labeling when stuff. Like, because if everything's really... misogyny, then basically nothing is. Um,. So it actually takes, uh, and I tend to be fairly conservative, so it takes a, it takes a lot to get me worked up. <laughs> These guys are like, yeah, you know, that's just dudes. Um, but <laughs> what happened with Daenerys Stormborn's character is gross. And I don't even like Danny. I mean, I like Danny, but I'm not. I'm not. Well, Cal and I are exactly not obsessed Danny yeah. fans, and we're not. No, like, I've like I've enjoyed her, but. Also, I feel like in recent seasons, she's become irritating. And, but like, so I'm not like a super huge fan of hers. But at the same time, I feel her character was done dirty last night. Because, no, it's not unbelievable that her character would take this turn, but on a dime? Well, let's (laughs) just start with... That was a pretty small dime. So if you disagreed, I had the male... Game of Thrones fandom up in my mentions because I tweeted something yesterday and it got yeah, a little bit of play on the on the on the Twitters. It was no big deal. It wasn't like I was hitting 4000 hits or anything. It was just a little it was just a little blip, teeny tiny blip on the radar. And I'm pulling it up because it really works some of these dudes up, which, of course, of course it did. What what else would I expect um sorry i wasn't i was like scrolling but it wasn't my twitter <laughs> like, it helps if you are looking at your twitter jennifer um okay here we go game of thrones creates this dynamic strong compassionate kind righteous female character who fights to free people from tyranny for eight years only to turn into a crazy ty- tyrant in the last apps because her emotions so a white male can save the day I said another win for misogyny. That's all. It was just a little, you know, shot it out into the void. So I had a lot of Game of Thrones dudes up in my mentions today. I swear to God, I did not you listen to any of them. Mute, it mute. It was, a, it was a sea of mansplaining. And here's, yeah. here's my problem, guys. Here's my problem. I'm a moron. I just don't understand Game of Thrones. We're just girls. We're just we girls who cannot yeah. comprehend the complicatedness of this storyline. And I need to go back and watch the show. 
Because the signs were there. No shit, Sherlock. They telegraphed this move with the subtlety of a hammer. I could have told you in season. When did she burn Sam's dad? When did that happen? Was that six? I think that was last year. Okay. Was I was like, year? okay, so Danny's like going to go crazy. Year. Yeah. What oh, the yeah. shock was is that they were following this completely predictable path. I was like, there's got to be a twist in this. Like, they're going to do something more interesting than this. Yeah. Right? Nope. Nope. We are just operating from as predicted. And here's the thing. I'm getting a ton of, well, there's foreshadowing. There's foreshadowing. Listen, cupcakes. Foreshadowing does not, is that a magic fix-all for shoddy craftsmanship? Just because you plop a little something in there in season one does not, <laughs> does not excuse an accelerated storyline that's literally making Danny turn a personality on a dime for illogical reasons. Okay. Cause like everyone's pointing, I was watching the executive producers. They were talking after the episode during the talking episode. And one of them, I don't remember which one. I think the one with the beard, he was like, you know, obviously <laughs> like, I don't even know their names. Like this is how not party game of Thrones I am. Okay. Which should just tell you how gross this was. Like if someone who is a peripheral is like annoyed to this level, that's all you had to know. It, um, was, it so, was kind of, yeah, it was kind of gross. It, so Beard be Writer, whoever he was, he's like, oh, you know, there's been signs of this in Danny all along. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. But. And he's like, you know, like when her brother burned, you know, Drogo, you know, burned her brother with the golden crown. And, you know, she was just like, he was not a dragon. And it was like all like trippy spacey like she was gonna like take out her, her knife collection and start throwing it <laughs> it's like okay he was the literal worst okay and everyone's like danny's been saying she's going to bring blood and fire no fucking shit you guys okay there is a massive difference between danny watching her abuser who literally sold her into a rape marriage um and beat the yeah. shit out of her. And didn't 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 care about anything. Like he literally told her, listen, the entire Dothraki armor army that they can, can have a yeah. turn with you. Right. She was a vagina so to long sell. As I get what I want. Right. And then he threatened her the life of her child, because BTW, she was pregnant at the time. And so Danny having no problem with her husband smoking the guy. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't mean she's yeah. crazy, okay? I didn't, no. I don't, it's like this weird, Danny either has to be like this ethereal white goddess princess, or she's a psycho. Like, well, no, 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 the thing. there's two yeah. roads, so just sex. So there's a big difference between Danny bringing the hurt to Cersei and her soldiers via blood and fire, like she promised. That's fair game. I was like, lighten up, light him up, Drogon. Versus Danny killing thousands and thousands of innocent people when she's literally spent the last eight years protecting innocent people. Because bells, by the way, that was their reason. She heard the bells. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Seeing the man who murdered her father, that didn't make her go crazy, but (gasps) bells sure did. I'm like, okay, this is just wildly bad, right? So, yeah, it really, and we've been talking about Jon Snow. Me and Cal have been talking about Jon Snow. We don't have a problem with Jon Snow. But they're making him too perfect. He never has to get his hands dirty. 
Have you noticed this? He's never. Oh, I've noticed it. First of all, He's... John's a moron. John. The only reason why John has survived is dumb fucking luck or a woman saved his ass. It's really Basically. pretty much. And everything John does is honorable. Okay. So Danny loses um, her best friends and two dragons. Okay. And the moral of the story is bitches be crazy. That's pretty much what the internet took away from last night. It's like bitches be crazy. And John gets to hack the heads off 12-year-olds who are essentially Arya and his own version of the story. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's cool. That's honorable. John can lose his shit over Ramsay defending Sansa's virginal honor. That's fine. But, you know, Danny wants to burn down a couple soldiers with her freaking big dragon. And, oh, she, she can't rule. And I had just about enough of Tyrion uh, and what's his name? The one that died. Varys. You... Oh, Varys. Yes. I was like trying to follow there's you. A lot there. of I was like, died. There's a lot I don't of know. Died. There's, there's a few bodies last night. Which, which one? Every okay, yeah. time they are talking war with Cersei. Tyrion's like, have a cup of tea with her. Work out your diffs. It's like, what are you even fucking talking about? It doesn't, there doesn't have to be a war. Tyrion, you're a dumbass. What were you guys thinking? She has three dragons. You thought she was just going to like, what, knock on the door and Cersei was just going to be like, oh, here's the throne, cut, sweetie. No, that's not how it works. I don't understand yeah. where all the moral combination comes with Danny using her armies to do what armies do to fight Cersei's armies. Like, why is that like not right. okay? She was doing great until she lost it with the bells. But here's the thing. Danny said just, I'm pretty sure it was just last season. She said, I don't want to be a queen of ashes. Right. Like, I don't want to have to burn this whole country down to take the throne. Basically. You know? So how did we get from that to this? Like, are you just telling me that John turning her down is what made oh, her flip to like yes, bad guys? Yes, that is exactly what they're oh. saying. It was super extra special that what made oh Danny God. go crazy was John sexually rejecting her. Oh, that's great. Because, see, John's super moral. John would never have sex with his aunt when she knows it's his aunt. But, but Danny, well, she's just crazy. She'll bang anybody, even her nephew. I was like, that's this goofy. is. This is yeah, just no, gross. This is just, all. Oh, and then John is. I don't want the throne. Like anyone who wants the throne <laughs> is innately bad. Like women can't want power because it makes you bad. Is essentially <laughs> the story. And I gotta be honest. If this is in any way, shape, or form a commentary on power, pick out one person. One person, one man, <laughs> sorry, not person because we don't have a female president, one man in the history of the United States that didn't want to be president. I think maybe you could say Washington. Yeah, Washington. Washington was really didn't want the gig and yeah, he was he pretty was damn like, fucking happy to get rid of it. But pretty yeah. much after Washington did the run through, everyone else was running for president because they wanted to be president. Other than presidents who have you know become in power because of assassinations the whole process of political power you have to want power and power in of itself is not good or bad it's it's like money it's a neutral thing it just depends on how you use it you know yeah. 
Um, and it kind of lends itself towards a certain darkness sometimes, right. you know? Well, anyone it's, who it's wants to be president in the United you know? States in this day and age, you got to take a second look at is all I'm saying. And you don't you gotta get there. You got to go in the mud a little bit. Right. You don't get there without <laughs> stepping on some necks. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of ridiculousness when it comes to John that John is like, no, 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 I don't want the power, I don't power. And then he's like, well, I have to take the power. I have to take the throne because bitches be crazy. Like, this is uncomfortable. It was just... It really it really was uncomfortable because it felt like they were saying women are too emotional. It's 100%. To be powerful. John can be in power because he can take his losses and he keeps his emotions in check. Danny can't handle, like, they're like, oh, we would have never seen this side of Danny if she hadn't lost Jorah, if she hadn't lost um, her best friend, if she hadn't lost the dragons. I'm like, oh, so as long as everything's happy in Danny's life, oh, she didn't, oh, she didn't know about John. I was like, oh, got it. So as long as everything's happy in Danny's life, she's not going to be crazy. But the minute bad things happen to Danny, she goes crazy. I was like, so where has the crazy been the last eight years? Because it's literally been eight years of Danny getting raped. Um, her husband dying. Terrible. Things Terrible happened. things have happened to Danny, just like just like John. So I'm really. This is just. This is writers being told an ending, and not being able to sign actors for enough episodes, and just creating a bunch of bullshit to push it through. Yeah, basically. If, here's it the was, other thing. I was thinking yeah. about this too. I was thinking about this because <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, Jen, you know, you female." Pats me on the head. You just missed the foreshadowing, honey. You're just stupid. I'm like, no. Listen, if there's somebody who sees foreshadowing, I think we can all agree it's going to be me. Right? And Kathy. We're not stupid. We saw the signs. Okay? We did. Yeah, we just don't a- agree with with the plot structure. Well, we don't agree with the execution of it. Right. So really what needed to happen is Danny needed to start being way crazier way sooner. Way sooner. But here's the problem with that. Then. Because then we wouldn't have gotten John and Danny together. Right. Then she's not a suitable woman for John to fuck. Listen, we could have had maybe a couple more seasons of this show. They could have protracted. Right. The this last instead of squishing it into two short seasons, they could have done four 13 episode seasons. Right. you know, 10 episode seasons, whatever. I don't care. Like they could have done, spent a lot more time on this, developed the characterization, you know, because this is plot over character. That's it's all really plot over character. And when you have Danny really, f- here's the thing. Danny was always ready to bring the hurt to people who deserved it. You know, in her mind, Cersei deserves this. She deserves to have her armies um, vanquished. And listen, up until the point of the bells ringing, I was Team Danny. I was like, light the fuckers up. Yeah, I'm yeah. Up until then, the Lannisters. she was doing the right thing. Yeah. It was great. Um, you but know, then she like went nuts, and it was like, okay, but why? What? Why? Um, and you know, like you know, Danny was ready to bring the hurt to the slavers, and Tyrion was like, well, like maybe we can make a deal with them. I was like, you know, I'm okay with Danny doing that. That was fine, Danny. Um, offering blood and fire to what she thinks is justice is not abnormal for the character. This is not no. Snow White. She's no. not Snow White. No. Okay. She's no, got she an edge to her. And you have yeah. to have some kind of an edge if you. Everybody on the show. The show has Snow an edge. Has, and what's, they're an losing edge. the edges. And it's like now we're just dropping characters into perfect little categories. 
It's like, John's the golden boy, Danny's the crazy bitch. Like, really? 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 And nothing, nothing about their romance has served either character in any way, shape, or form. The only reason. No purpose. No purpose. The only reason it serves. No. Is so they can't get (laughs) married and it has a logical, happy conclusion. It's like, okay, sure. And, and you know, I like, I know up until like a certain point last night, I was like, oh, Dan- John's going to have to kill Danny. And then I was like, no, because then he'd have to get his hands dirty. They're going to have Arya do it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, ugh. you know, it's just gross. You know, I think there's a lot of really nasty, misogynistic, power dynamic, male-female bullshit going on. And I think what's even sadder is the executive producers don't even see it. No, they don't. Because they're men and they don't... They have no concept of what we're talking about. And all the men jumping up in my mentions, you have no concept of what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) Particularly if you're a white male. I swear, I, my daughter, she came home from school, and I guess they were talking, like, I don't know, the women's revolution. I don't know. Just kind of, like, um, kind of, like, you know, oppression, that kind of stuff. Anyway, the teacher said, ask your mom and, you know, ask your mom and dad, ask adults, you know, has anyone told you that you can't do something? So my, my daughter marches right up to my husband and is like, Daddy. Has anyone ever told you you can't do something? And he <laughs> looks at right in the eyes like, listen, baby girl. He's like, I am a white male. I fare extremely well <laughs> in these kinds of questions. Yeah, that's He's like, true. but go ask your mother. I was like, yeah. I was like, no. I was like, you need to go ask Nana. That's where you were told what you can and can't do. I was like, I, I wasn't told that I couldn't do something, but I was treated differently if I tried to do something that was outside the norm of female behavior yeah and guys just this doesn't it doesn't happen to you so for all of the guys oh and this was my other so thing so you can't tell us we don't experience right, it that you when can't, it's, like, it's not it's like i am not a, i am yeah. not a person of color okay so i can't say racism doesn't exist just because i haven't personally experienced it that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah of that's course not how that it works. exists like that's just <laughs> It's like, it's okay, it you know, yeah. I'm Catholic. Well, you know, anti-Semitism isn't a thing. Well, are you actually a Jewish person? Have you actually experienced hatred because you're a Jewish person? No. Okay, then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The other thing that I enjoyed from this group of people, because they were on fire tonight. They were they were just on fire all day. Is I got listed all the other female characters that the Game of Thrones writers have done a good job with. So... What we can take and extrapolate from that is female audience, don't get greedy. You, yes. you, you've got. Why can't we get greedy? You've been greedy your whole right. life. Oh, no, no, no. You've got Sansa. You got Sansa. Mm. You got Arya. So you, that shouldn't matter if you're unhappy with Danny. Look at all these great character arcs. I'm sorry. Do, do I get to, do the writers get to rip Jon Snow to threads because Tyrion is a good guy or whatever has had a good character arc? No. You have countless, never-ending examples of great male characters on top of male characters. It's like it's like when they were doing Captain Marvel, and they're like, oh, why do we have to have another female superhero? We already have Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Thor, Iron Man, Superman, Batman. I mean, people just listed off like 1,500 super, male superheroes. No, no, no. Women get their one. And then you got – then if you're, if you're complaining, you're just a stupid bitch who doesn't understand the show. 
deeply misogynistic. Now, I was telling my husband this morning, I said, you know, they could have told virtually the same story. Like it literally lifts and sets right back down the same, but been a little bit more, more feminist to use a word that maybe some people don't like, but I'm going to yeah, say that's it fair. a little bit more feminist, yeah. um, a little bit more subversive of the usual trope by making Danny a male character and John a female character. That would have been great. I also am they could have, not have been thrilled so with easy. all the females hating each other. Like, we didn't oh, need yeah. to do the Sansa Danny no. hate each other just on no. site. Yeah, that's like, the that smacks of... And then, but that's that's the male ego stroke. Right. It's like, oh, they'd be fighting over John. No. No. He's like, <laughs> well, he can, you can keep John. Thanks. Like, none of this is... I get that John's going to be the guy in the end. And I like John. John's a good guy. Sure. I think John has has stumbled his way into survival. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, like when you look back at John's greatest successes, it's kind of pretty much a woman behind him that made it happen. I mean, he was kind of a disaster in the Night King fight oh yeah Danny oh Drogon such a disaster saved his ass <laughs> I mean Sansa saved his ass in the battle of the bastards are we seeing a pattern here friends so it's just kind of irritating that oh now John has to swoop in because bitches be crazy I mean oh my gosh like what are you guys even and no it's not shocking they telegraphed this move for yeah, I agree. There's been foreshadowing. That's why it's dumb. Because they've put the plot points in, but then they needed Danny to be good enough for Jon Snow to sleep with, so they held off on Danny doing some darker shit until there was not enough episodes left for Danny to do the darker shit and for it to make any bit of sense. That's a problematic pacing and story construction. And you're damn right I'm going to bitch about it on the internet. And I get really tired of people telling me that I can't bitch about Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. The executive producers have made millions of dollars. They can take some heat. They're going to sit in their monstrous houses, yep. have a glass of wine, yep. and, and pat themselves and on pat the back, themselves like, on the back job, for a guys. job well done. And I am having, mm-hmm. I'm having people, like Karina McKenzie was like, you know, you know, people just don't understand how hard it is to make a television show. Oh, shut up, Karina. Come on. That's what I said. I was like, oh, good. Here comes Karina's rules for the internet, number 237. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, so, gatekeeper. Right. So, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, so, you know, I think it was Paul who answered her. It was like, no, no, we're completely, it's completely legitimate to criticize TV. And she answered, "Um, oh, you know. I've been a, I was a professional TV critic. Tell me more about television criticism. I'm like, oh, okay. So Karina can criticize television in a professional capacity, but the rest of us dumbasses don't know enough about TV to say anything, so keep your mouth shut. Is yeah. that basically it? Rule number 234, friends. Get a pen and paper. These are pearls of wisdom she's doling out. I was like, unbelievable. So everyone can shove, feel bad for the GOT executive producers where the sun don't shine. I don't feel bad for anybody. They've all made a mass amount of money and they're doing a crappy job with the biggest show on television. (laughs) So they're going to get some heat from me and I 
Listen, they're not they feel could bad about maybe it. pull off something here in the finale next week, but I'm not holding my breath. Well, can we talk about Jamie? <laughs> Let's talk about Jamie for a bit, and then we'll go back we to We gotta go back to Arrow, yeah. Um, I'm having a very Oliver Queen thing with Jamie, because I don't want to believe he's dead until I see a body. I feel like there's a good chance he could not be dead. Can't he, like, crawl himself out of the rubble sure. and Cersei's really dead? So. Can't that happen? Listen, Tyrion was smacked with a giant ship's mast in episode four and he was all right so i think Tyrion Jamie alive could... now he was wandering around the chaos i don't know i was like what are you doing why are you wandering around get back on a boat what are you doing <laughs> he just bothers me he's know. so stupid in know. battles i was like stop like dancing this on the edges of the foray you know it's cut like up, dude <sighs> anyway yeah, so Bell's made Danny go crazy and people are pissed. You know, and I Jamie lost all of his character development. Oh, yeah. So I love Laura no. Hurley. She's a great television reviewer. No. And she's like, I hate to be it's nitpicky. Bad. But remember how <laughs> she's like, remember how Jamie got his title, the Kingslayer? He killed the king because he didn't want to see the people of, you know, King's Landing die. And then we have Jamie saying to Cersei, I don't give a shit about it. Or saying to Tyrion, I don't give a shit about any of these people. It's like. No, no, that's that not feels true. like that's not <laughs> an accurate characterization. That's not true are. at all. <laughs> but okay, all you care about is Cersei. Sure, have at it, big boy. It was just, and I'm sorry, there was a sword fight over Cersei, and I'm just like, what are we doing? Or a knife fight, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, we are really, it was like Danny's crazy, and they humanized and made Cersei this vulnerable princess in the right. castle that Jamie had to save. Like, listen. I've been watching this show for a long time, many, many years. Right. Cal has put in the time. Arrow. Right. Okay. I deserve to see Cersei be killed in a horrific and bloody manner. Right. I do. Sword I do. in the gullet time I've is what we it. deserve. I have this, earned it. Yeah. This pansy, like, no, oh, I love you. All that, that matters is dumb. us. Oh, save me, Jamie. No. And then a building I falls down. It. You know what? Hated Keep it. it. Keep I'm it. Like, nope. Bye. No, oh, and I no. guess the whole prophecy, psh, we're just not, that's not a thing. That wasn't a thing. It only served to uh, make her hate Tyrion more, I guess. But it wasn't like the way she was prophesized to die was actually going to happen. Like, okay. Why am I, why are we wasting time on any of this shit? So you're basically telling me like nothing matters at the end of the season? End of the series, you say nothing matters. Like, my friend, our friend Maddie had a really great comparison. Maddie is just great. Maddie in, is just, I wish general. you guys could have yourself Maddie all the time. You need a Maddie. But also, Everybody needs a Maddie. She's ours and we keep her and I don't like to share. So I'll just share Maddie's truth of wisdom because Maddie is just the best. <laughs> she was like, listen, we don't stop bitching about Dinah just because Arrow created Felicity Smoke. I'm like, there you go. It's like, no. Oh, you get one character and that's all you get. No, no. Sorry. No. no but also, no. this whole concept of just, I just don't even know. There's just so much. I'm like, and then I'm like thinking about the How I Met Your Mother guy and like, I can't, like I knew. <laughs> no, he's like, the I worst. knew on a basic level, maybe he's a douchebag, but like this confirmed it to this me. This confirms on, like, it. like a yeah, whole confirms. other level. It was like, wow. I saw somebody, I saw somebody reference that thread earlier and they were all like, you know, you had half a chance of Game of Thrones taking your terrible 
finale title away from you. But now I'm starting to think you're going to hold on to well, it. Like, you know? Right. Like, if you just shut <laughs> up and let this happen. You could have. Yeah. You could have They would redeemed, take the title from no. you. But you had to interject your insanity. Make this about <laughs> Trump And remind something? us just how awful you are. That you predicted so, yeah. Trump. That Bernie is Trump. Yeah. I don't even know what the do. Oh, and there's all of this. Yeah. So let's talk. Like, characters. That redemption is not truly possible. That in reality, people yes. don't really change. That's not why people watch stories. No. Why people enjoy stories. Why people bring stories into their heart is not to be told redemption isn't possible. Listen, that's not life. If that's your, if <laughs> if that's your perspective on the human, on a human life, that people are incapable of redemption they are who they are we can never better ourselves we will always fail we'll always go back to what we were uh well have fun with your darkness my old friend because that's a (laughs) dismal way of looking at life and i just reject that so entirely because here's the deal this is the truth we're all a mess in some way shape or form okay whether or not you can readily see it in a person's life or not we are all in need of redemption. Each and every single one of us. No one is coming out of the chute perfect. Except for Jesus, Mary, and the Mother Teresa. That's pretty much my list. Okay? <laughs> so unless you're one of those three, you need work. Okay? And the bar is set so incredibly high that we will right. invariably fail it. Okay? So... If you don't believe that there is something greater, that there's something bigger to strive for, and maybe that's the case. Maybe we've got some writers here that just don't believe in anything greater than themselves, which that's a whole other bucket that we could deal with at another time. But sorry, you're wrong. There is. So if that's the perspective (laughs) you want to take on life, the humans are not that a redemptive story is a false promise. Man bleak as shit and you're wrong it's just wrong i've seen it happen it exists we can all become better we can always fail it's a continual cycle you're gonna fail you're gonna pick yourself up you're gonna fail you're gonna pick yourself up that's life there will be pain and loss and pain and, and loss we need and suffering the stories right. of that being a successful right you need process. something kind of like you know when we are when you're in pain and you're in suffering, it's just pain and it's just suffering. No one's Pollyanna except Pollyanna and she was fictional. So you need something as an outlet, which is why people go to stories, you know, to take them out of that. It's entertainment, but it also kind of, oh, you know, it can be inspiring. Stories can be inspiring. If you're just a writer who is just like, listen, I am just going to kind of crap on life as a whole. I guess that's your power to do so. That's another <laughs> that's perspective. That's a choice. It's that's not what I personally choice. agree with. And I'm going to drag you from top to bottom on the internet for that decision, particularly when you've done an amazing job up until this point of building a redemption story. Correct. But here's the other thing is that, well, Jamie doesn't really deserve Brienne. Brienne can do better. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, Let Brienne decide Brienne that. Brienne gets to decide what Brienne wants. <laughs> Thanks. Um, we're good. Again, don't need a male telling a female who she can and can't love. Right. I'm good. Like she's grown. She wants to love Jamie. Have at it, girlfriend. Um, 
Yeah, I agree there's varying levels of evil in this world. There are people, I firmly believe, I believe in the devil, I believe that there are just, they're just soulless evil people who do horrible things. I believe that there are people with souls who do horrible things. And there's a comeuppance mm -hmm. for them. Okay? But that's not who Jamie Lannister was. This was a person <laughs> striving to be better. Mm-hmm. Okay, this isn't someone who just continually did horrible things without any kind of regret. Right. It took. He, it impacted his soul. That was right. what he told Brienne when they were in the baths in Harrenhal. Right. That's why like, it was a this... confession. Yes. It was a confession, y'all, in a bathtub. Okay, maybe it wasn't talking to a priest and it was a naked lady, but it was still a confession. <laughs> so He laid his soul bare for right. the first time to anyone. So... Yeah, I really need the dudes to stop telling me I can't have my opinion. I need the dudes to stop telling me that misogyny doesn't exist in the Game of Thrones. I need the dudes to stop saying, oh, well, you got Sansa, so you can't be pissed about Danny." And then I also need the dudes to shut the fuck up about Trump and how this is like their crappy series finale is like somehow related to any of that. Yeah, I think the dudes just need to like let the women seat. say how they feel about stuff. And, like, and I seldom, if ever, wrong. pull that card, but this is one where I'm like, no, everyone just shut up. No, Stop no, being up no, in my mentions and be just quiet. telling me, oh, you don't understand <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Listen, if anybody understands foreshadowing, it's our dear friend Jen. <laughs> like, so. Don't at me. <laughs> don't come at me with that bullshit. But, you know, it's a little bit like, oh, I gotta be, it would be like saying... Um, like the, the bouquet, like when I was saying, oh, but the bouquet and an arrow that Oliver and Felicity are going to yeah. get married. It would be like them saying, no, that's Oliver and Nissa's marriage. That was the foreshadowing with the bouquet. What? That's not. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not so that that's okay to marry the lesbian, to the only lesbian on the show to the straight man. That's fine. And then that's what you were forced. That's the marriage. Well, you were because the it's men like, say it's okay. Right. The men say it's okay. okay. Then it's okay. It's like. When you have Varys say that, you know, men decide power whether they want to or not. I just need I just need them all to stop <sighs> their talking and Drogon yeah, eat everybody. At this point, <laughs> I am just team Drogon. He gets the throne. Bow down. Bend the knee. Just move. On. And you know what they're going to do with Brienne? Because, like, I have no faith in these writers anymore. It's just going to be. Yeah, I know what they're going to do gonna because just, I told you. It's going to like, they were gonna do it. Spoiler alert because this is what's going to happen. Brienne's going to be pregnant. She's going to. They're doing the whole I lost my lover, husband, but I get to have his baby trope, which Cal and but I listen, hate. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold out some hope that he is not dead and that he's going to get in that rowboat and he's going to sail over to Tarth and he's going to be reunited with Brienne. I don't know, man. Baby. It's looking pretty bleak <laughs> based on exit interviews. Until I'm told otherwise. I know. I want to see the body. I need DNA. Where's the dental records? They keep that shit. Fan fiction. Teeth, right? Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Uh, That's all. Okay. That's let's all. go back. So, okay. So, we, you can understand now why Callie and I are so appreciative of tonight because we were just, it was just a shit when I show said, last night. When I said last night, I said last night, you know, listen, this was rough, but Arrow is going to be much easier oh, to us than this than this was <laughs> and i had people like try to argue they're like don't challenge i'm like it's not a challenge it's a fact arrow is not going to do as dirty like game of thrones did and people they even last night they didn't believe it and i'm like guys 
a little faith, you know. But nobody nobody wanted to have faith last night. Now, <laughs> I'm sure people are still saying, I mean, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure there's got to be people saying, oh, they're dead. They're dead. Oh, this is bullshit. You know, but. They're not dead. Listen, oh, my God. They're not dead. They're not dead. It's not happening, you guys. Listen, you guys, if they're saying, hey, we really want Emily to come back for as many episodes as possible. And we already know everything that happened to Felicity in present day. Because remember, they did the flash forward. We got episode. like. We know what yeah. happens to Felicity in the 20 years. That means that they we want do. her to come back for pre- for the flash forward, which means she's not dead. And also, she's not dead. Like the monitor. And Oliver is not dead. No. When they say, oh, Oliver. I, li- I have people right now debating on my feed. <laughs> like, what is. I'm sure you do. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, the- Listen. My friends, love yourself. Accept a happy ending when it is given to you on the silver platter. Ours was delivered to us tonight. Stop questioning it. Stop looking for like the the gotcha. All right. If they were gonna gotcha, we would have. It would have happened. We would know about it. It's not like something that we have to delve in. Arrow isn't a show. <laughs> That you need to like, it's not a mystery. They want if they want you to know Oliver and Felicity are really dead and going to heaven, they would have made that perfectly clear. Oh yeah. The reason why it's not perfectly clear. Well, they would have shown them reuniting in heaven heaven. is because they're not dead, and they don't want to give any spoilers away for what happens on this crisis in Infinite Earths because they want you to watch it. Listen, Steve apparently confirmed to the gals in Walla Walla that Oliver and Felicity are reunited right now in in the the future. future. They are I just think reunited. people aren't used to getting nice things. And so they, they, aren't. they don't They're trust looking it. For the stick it's like and it's, it's like, like it's like guys. it's like the abused child just expecting to get hit. It's like you're not getting hit like here. No one's before. hitting you. No, stop. Just give stop. yourself some love for God's sakes. It just hurts my heart that people are just like, no, they must be dead because we can't accept it. It's like they convinced her like this is why I was like, they're not killing her. There's really nothing in the show that's saying they're going to kill her. They played the whole Felicity's dead card for 16 episodes. Like, they've already beat that to, no pun intended, death. I was like, they're not. Facts. And it was just this constant fear, I think, that, like, you can get yourself so worked up that you think it's a reality. And then when it doesn't well, happen, you distrust it. Like, no. And when that, when they nothing keep you needed saying, to worry you know, about. People keep saying, you know, Arrow's been been so terrible to us and Elicity, and that's why I don't expect any better. It's like, where? Oh yeah, guys, you lose me on that one. I'm just you gonna lose me. Tap I'm out sorry, into my I'm happy not gonna train. follow you down. I'm gonna, You're not gonna follow down, down that, that path. path. I just no. I, I'm sorry. What happened? They've given what me happened that was with... so horrible. Oh, they broke up once. Okay. Did they get back together? Yeah. yeah. Did we get a sex episode out of it? Okay. What you bitching about? It's all fine. Did Mark Guggenheim <laughs> say he was going to put them back together <laughs> like a whole season before he did it? <laughs> yes, he did. If you read my blog. So I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's just like. <sighs> like they've 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 gone so easy on us so many times when they didn't have to go easy. on Bigger us. than the universe. That's not. That's our love will conquer all. That's not like you will. You will always be the love. It's of not my like life. I'll never let go, Jack. Kind soon. of thing, you know. It's yeah, like it's... no. <laughs> it's like no. Their love will conquer all, including the universe trying to keep them apart because their love is bigger than the universe. Yeah. That's like 
Elicity laying the love smack down on everybody. Just mm. accept that it's true. And what's beautiful about this is that Oliver sacrificed his life with his family to be superhero Jesus. Have at it, fella. Um, and Felicity essentially sacrificed a happy life with Oliver by fulfilling take care of their taking children. care of the kids by fulfilling what she promised him. He wouldn't want yeah. her to come to him um, until it was okay to leave the children. And yeah, William's what? 30 something. It's okay. They're fine. It's good. We, we're going to get a spinoff. I hope we do. If we don't get a spinoff, man, did you see all that spinoffy excellence when they have like all the parallels with oh Oliver and his bow and oh, me and his bow and like the that? same, like jumping down. I mean, it was the fucking shit, you guys. I was like, this is amazing. I just, it was so good. You know what we haven't talked about? We haven't talked about Emiko because no one really cares, right? No one cares? No. Listen, I'm glad that they killed her, but they didn't make Oliver kill her. Like, that was like the perfect wrap up Can I be honest? Oliver finally got a Barry Allen solution to a villain. Yeah, he I did. I was like, that's nice. She's dead, but he didn't have I to I love kill her. how, like, Angel Tommy, <laughs> Angel Tommy tells him, you know, use your best self to solve the problem. Stop, stop operating from a place of fear. You need to operate, solve these villain problems by being a good man and, like, Show that. Shine your light upon us, Emiko, and she will be sh- she will be changed. It's superhero Jesus. So Yeah, basically. Basically. All your superhero basically. Jesus is to therapy yeah. the shit out of this girl. He's like, listen, Which is I what re- he's doing across the universe. Right. It's like I hear you. Years. I respect <laughs> you. I feel he's your He's going pain. around rehabilitating. It's okay people. to it's be fine. angry. I'm angry too, because you kill our fucking dad. It's like it was like I was like, are we gonna really therapy session her in five minutes? This is amazing. And that's exactly what happened. And she was like, yeah, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I love this show. I love how, like, they refuse to let him. Like, killing is always the barometer in which they measure Oliver's morality. So they were never going to stop with the killing thing until he was fully superhero Jesus. And then he would, like, form the code in which, okay, I can't kill. This is the <laughs> this is the code that I live by. And I filter all problems through that. And if it doesn't measure up to these four pillars, I don't do it is essentially the point. And it was just really funny to me because they wanted to give 20 minutes. See, everyone's always bitchy about, like, we don't get enough time with Felicity and that stuff. They ran through that Emiko stuff so fast. <laughs> like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Remake up. Someone knife her. We're done. <laughs> we got to get to Felicity, which is really what matters. We got to find, we got to baby montage to film. It's like, I love you. I love you so much, show. You're going to be so sad when you're gone. I was just like, this is the best. And it, was just, it was so fast. I was like, we're really doing this. Okay, listen. And I think, like, the whole Emiko thing, um, just, like, her motivation really boils down to, I was like, are we, are we really boiling this down to she's mad she didn't get to run Cream Consolidated? Yeah. Pretty much Basically, it. Pretty much that's it, why right? She, it's high noon that's why and she Queen Consolidated. Didn't stand there. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> My okay. friend Chris, who, again, Chris King, I love him. He is hilarious, and he's very insightful. He writes some of the best reviews out there. He tweeted me, and I'm just, he was like, remember when everyone thought Slade's – yeah, here it is. Remember when people complained over Slade being too upset over Shadow? That motivation was Shakespearean compared to this. 
it's like, dude, that is so true. We really thought that that was like a poor basis for Slade to want to like destroy Oliver, but really, <laughs> season seven is company. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay, Shadow is better. Shadow is better. <laughs> but yeah, I did as much as I just was kind of bored with the whole Emiko and thinking this would have been so much better with Thea. Um, she, they did kind of get me at the very end when she said I wanted to be a queen. I was like, well. I was expecting him to say you were. You were. But, but he did it because I was like, no, you killed our dad. But also, yeah. okay. okay. He like forgave her. Superhero Jesus forgave her. He's like, I know. It's fine. It was a dispensation. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just, I was really, don't, ex I wouldn't expect like a lot of detail from me on like the bad guy plot. Because I was like, wait, what's happening? There's robots and DNA. And what are we doing? I didn't really care. I was barely paying attention to that. I was like, I don't really I was care. Just like, so essentially, I was like though, <laughs> I, I'm taking away from it that Oliver saved the city this time. And they're giving him the credit, right? Is that what happened? Seems like. Okay. And then, like, yeah, the kids yeah. saved the city in the future, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, so then yeah. Oliver and Felicity. And everybody was all like, oh, now it's you kids. It's you four. And I'm like, okay, spin off. Spin off show. <laughs> I was like, right? Feels, feels true. Um, and then, like, I'm the team Arrow in the present day is just, like, peacing out. They're just done? Yeah. Because they saved the I city? Mean, I'm okay with that. Okay. Bye, guys. Like, I was like. So, like, everything is good and... Like, what's going to happen in season eight? Don't know. Don't I care. I don't really... <laughs> I'm like so confused how, like, anything in season eight is going... I really feel like we could be looking at rando season where it, it really has very little bearing on anything real. Just because the Elicity happy ending is so protected. And I love how they were like, oh, that's a long story, how Roy ends up on Lee and you. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, like, okay, when are you going to tell, tell us, us this that story? story? <laughs> like, do we get to know? Like, or is nah. it a I don't know. I don't know if Colton's back <laughs> next year. They're just like, nah, it's too long. Nah, Never mind. It's like, fine. okay, you've had 22 episodes to tell us, but that's, I don't want to be like nitpicky. <laughs> Roy's like, I've got some atoning, atoning to do. And I'm like, okay, so your solution to that okay. is to park it on a deserted island? For 20 years. For 20 years? years? For 20, 20 years? Is that what we're doing? 20 years. 20 years. Did Thea break up with you? Is she now together with Nissa? Like, what I don't, is, what's like, happening here? Can we talk here? about this, Rory? He's like, no. no. <laughs> it's just, like, I love the ones like, you can tell me. And he's like, no. And no. Felicity, like, nods. Like, oh, yeah, it's quite a story. And then they're like, but we're not going to tell it. No. It's a secret. <laughs> it's like the super secret plan to fight, fight inflation on West Wing with Josh. If you don't know that reference, I'm disappointed and you need to go watch West Wing right now. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callie. What? My children are together. They're together in happy. They're having like, sex you... in some kind of like multiverse I've been, I've been, party zone. I've been looking at, at tweets from the gals who were at Walla Walla. And they're like, Steve was going around like Mr. Therapy Guy after the episode, like hugging people and like, are you guys, are you okay? It's okay. They're happy. No. They're together and they're happy. Like, I'm like, oh my God, Steve, are you kidding me right now? But honestly, my daughter and my husband, I'm not kidding you, we're like, are you okay? Nick was, because Nick's not watching. He got, we got behind and he's like, ah, fuck it. Just tell me what happens. So, just go. So he's like, what happened? Like I'm like, like sobbing, and I'm like, I'm to go. 
I guess he has like he's like oh the monitors part of it. I was like he has more comic book reference. I was like I don't know he's like a blue dude. He was like poor man Thanos. Um, and I'm just like a mess. I'm like it's just really beautiful. And I just really love <laughs> just him a lot. Like my daughter and my wanted. husband sandwiched me in an illicity hug. Like Aww. it's gonna be okay, honey. My daughter's Nobody like, it's okay, mom. It's going to be okay. I'm like, I just really love them. They're like, I know. We know. <laughs> Listen. But no, honestly, you guys, they're not they're dead. They're not, not dead. I can't believe we're dead. still talking about them being dead. They're not dead. <laughs> we have talked about them killing. We have talked about them killing Felicity Smoke for the last seven god freaking frack and well i'm done and i'm done I'm, with it it's no i'm, I'm done I'm, talking I'm about well it done yeah no it's, it's done if you want to continue like with your misery with your misery fanfic, and your crazy going. inaccurate talk <laughs> have at it i wish you darkness because keep that is your choice i know my over truth. here in the rainbow <laughs> zone where it lives in reality <laughs> They're off having sex in a multiverse zone. I don't even give yeah. a fuck where it is. They're having sex. It's, it's like Earth 50, 5562. What? Aruba. Over it's Aruba there. Yeah. on the multiverse. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, okay. it's great. Don't worry and about hopefully, it. if the gods smile upon us, we'll get a spinoff with their really genetically blessed children. I love Clearly. how. Can I nitpick about Renee for five seconds? Because we haven't done enough of that. Um. Hmm. Don't you love how Renee was like, I taught my daughter everything she knows about what it means to be a hero. I'm like, really? Really, Mayor? <laughs> like, what are you even fucking talking about? You were basically a rat. But listen, also, Renee, you're not an overprotective mom. Right. Bear. I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, you has can't, your, like, compare that apple to that orange. Has your husband been <laughs> thrown off a cliff? Has your husband been taken from you because he has to go save the universe? Snatched by the universe. I mean, let's just name <laughs> off the Felicity Smoke trauma. Then sit your ass down. Oh, your wife died. Did you promise your 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 wife that you would keep her safe? Right. No. And that you didn't. Right. Did you have to do a tearful goodbye in which you said you wish I hel- I wish I told you sooner I love you? I mean, honestly, right there. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just so much perfect. It's almost perfect overload. It is. I'm. It's a level of perfect I'm not used to. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm used to being miserable and unhappy after after yeah. my OTPs. Or like it's left like so fucking open ended. It's like yeah. maybe someday a Buffy and, and Angel get together. Like, there's such a pretty little bow. It's just so and perfect. I get it. Don't at me about the 20 years. Callie and I have grieved the 20 years and have moved on. If you are not in that stage, I completely respect your grieving process. We're yeah. just in a different phase. Take your time. Take your time Take with your it. Time. It's completely okay. But <laughs> you got, you got some we time, process so. things relatively quickly and then we move on to the next. It's just the way we roll. Trust me, we beat the topic to death. And I think that's an interesting question because could they have done this in a way where – because I think it, it does bring up an interesting – um, question is essentially what Arrow is saying that Oliver and Felicity can't do both. They can't be heroes and raise a family. Where our attitude has always been that they can do both. I think it's a very adult look at making choices. I think Oliver and Felicity did both for the last two years and did it pretty damn good. 
but I think also that there is a cost to being a superhero and they understood that and there was this additional threat so they had to kind of go into hiding but I don't think Oliver and Felicity ever anticipated that it would be 20 years yeah I think that's the hard part would it have and made listen, more sense? I do for think Fel- there'll be there'll be a moment next season where Oliver in the future will get to see William and Mia in the future. That they will, like everybody's saying, you know, Mia never gets to know her father. It's not fair. It's like she yeah, will get to I know just, her they father. They don't put that she stuff will. in there. I'm not worried about the Oliver Queen stuff at all. No, like they have no. access to Steve. He's under contract. Yeah. It's happening. Me and Oliver it. are gonna <laughs> meet. It's all gonna happen. Um, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, what's great? <laughs> what's great about the flash forwards is I don't have to see double Dinah. I don't think I do because they're fugitives, right? So I could just get the flash forward kids. Like, you know, that would be spectacular. I don't know how how they're what. I just really don't know what eight's going to be about. This was if this was the series finale, and a lot of people think it is a series finale. If this is a series finale, it would have been just fine with me. Yeah, they could have ended it. They really could have ended it, and I'm glad that Beth treated it like a series finale because I think that shows an understanding of what the fan base is going to do. It's going to be a mass exodus. It shows an understanding of we can't tell the usual story without Felicity there. Right. Which was always my big concern. I was like, I didn't like that it was going on because I didn't like them acting like this was something that could continue without her. Like, I'm I'm very biased in this regard, but that's just kind of how I felt. And so it feels like now, like whatever they've set up, it's going to be different. And it needs yeah. to be different because they can't do the same thing without her there. Right. And I can't. think that, that this episode was a complete recognition of that. And they had no intention mm-hmm. of... Um, what I love is that they were so intent on protecting it, what they've built. Yes. And that's rare Bless. in television because a lot of times so when an rare. actor leaves, the writers are just like, well, let's just burn it to the ground. Well, yeah, when the actor leaves and it's the end of the show, they're like, okay, well, we're going to kill him. Right, you know? like, it's honestly, <laughs> we kill him, we break him up, it's some disastrous that they, you know, or they leave it so open-ended that you're like, okay, this actor has to come back and cover so many episodes for this to ever get okay. It's just not going to happen. And it's really frustrating as a viewer. And I understand why people get frustrated when actors leave shows, but this is what actors do. They leave shows. And... What is so amazing, whether it was Steve or Mark or Beth or Timbuktu who decided that there's going to be a happy ending right now, I think that's probably the smartest writing choice other than going with Felicity Smoke as Oliver Queen's love interest that they've made in a long time. Listen, Steve can pitch whatever the hell he wants, but ultimately Beth has to approve it. You know what I mean? Like, Buck sucks with her. So, you know, my thing is, you know, we certainly would drag Beth if – the episode sucked. So I think we got to give Beth the kudos that, you know, at the end of the day. Because it was good. Right. It was good. Yeah. And I appreciate Steve pitching things. And Steve has pitched lots of things that have not happened in the show. I guarantee you. So the fact that she was like, nope, this one we're going to do, I think is really. I love that Steven was the salesman for it. And I love that Beth bought it. And was like, yeah, let's do that. I was like, that's nice collective collaborative and I think I think that the, that's maybe something that Steven has just by his interaction with fans 
is he understands how important Oliver and Felicity are to people and how deeply we love them. And honestly, Emily leaving, like me and Cal has been saying, is the worst case scenario for the writers and for Steven. So however they can lessen that blow is the best course of action, which is Mm -hmm. what they did. So I actually think Emily leaving, as sad as it is, might have garnered us a little bit more goodwill with the writing staff like than we would have gotten if too. Emily had yeah. stayed around. I'm not saying that I Oliver agree. and Felicity would not have ended up happy at the end of this. I think that that was still absolutely a possibility if Emily had stayed. I don't I don't think that that changes that, but I think, you know, the suffering might have been a little harsher. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot more potential for some, some bad, bad to shit do. to go down. Um, <laughs> I love that Felicity lives a peaceful, quiet life with her girl. Mm-hmm. And she gets to do it better than her parents did it, which mm-hmm. is what she wanted. And I think that that was a really interesting, you know, Angel Tommy was telling Oliver, you need to do it better. And Felicity was talking to uh, Elena and saying, I want to do it better. And both Oliver and Felicity came away with different ideas of what that is. But ultimately that matched up to what they wanted their family to be. And I think Acknowledging that there's consequences for choices doesn't mean that the choice is impossible. You know, like like the writers acknowledging that, yes, Felicity and Oliver want to be heroes and they want to raise a family, but then also acknowledging that there's consequences to that decision and not ignoring them. Like it just has to be perfectly happy and we wrap a bow around it and it's never a problem and it doesn't impact the kids at all. I actually feel like it's a more realistic approach. I agree. Because honestly, you can't it do it all. If right. you are trying to do it all, you are at least hiring people to help you do it all. Like, juggling. I mean, I don't know a single <laughs> family really where a you know you do it all, and there aren't consequences to that decision because that in and of itself is incredibly difficult to do and time consuming. Mm-hmm. You know. I think in this Instagram life, social media life, we see the image of perfection, but we don't see the reality behind the photo. Right. And I think what Arrow was trying to achieve in some sense, because they, they want a spinoff, so there has to be drama, but they were trying to show the reality of what that looks like. And you look at like Diggle and Lila, you know, they're going to be together and they still have consequences for trying to be heroes. Look what happens to Connor and look what happens to JJ. So that's, to me, that's a more authentic approach to approaching a spinoff. Um, examining the choices of the of the previous generation and how that affects the next generation. But I think, obviously, look at the people that William and Mia are. And I think you can absolutely say that Oliver broke this cycle of violence and fear that started with his dad. And he was able to build something beyond himself, which is so much broader and grander than what he originally started this for it's kind of unfathomable how far that character has grown i'm proud of him i am too he really did fulfill everything that he set out to do more than he ever thought he could oh absolutely like i was really i was like i really need him to get this no killing thing like i it's like, I he need did. him to get it. He, did it. he finally he got, got it, it, guys. I've been talking about this. <sighs> I'm 
still talking about it because I'm still wrapping up my, <laughs> my review for 21. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. Like, I just need him to understand. Can you just believe it's Angel Tommy and just do what he says? <laughs> and honestly, that's what he did. He's like, Angel Tommy told me to do this, so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so he's like, you're like weirdly like... I just love how Felicity in the beginning is like, you're like weirdly like feng shui about the whole sister is evil thing. And I was like, I got this. I got this. We're going to approach things differently. And Felicity's like, really? Is that a good, is that a good idea? <laughs> By the way, but who the fuck worked. is Beatrice? Yeah, I don't know. Were they actually like not going to explain that? <laughs> is that going to be in like, season So like, what know. did Emiko do that guaranteed Felicity's going to die? That the Ninth Circle would just keep coming after them? Was that the thing? Mm, sure. Okay. <laughs> Go with that. Just in the writers' room, be like, we could explain this more, but it's going to cut into the baby montage, so we're not going to do it. And you know what? Yeah, I support that decision. That wasn't the important part. It of really the was not the like. Does anybody really care what happened with Emiko in the Ninth Circle? All we really care what about. What I love is is that they didn't even try to pretend like anything else was as important as right, like those last ten minutes, right. Like, typically in series, season finales of Arrow, it's all about the bad guy, and we get maybe a five-minute, if we're lucky. Maybe. Maybe. Scene. <laughs> and we're always like, why is there no, you know, in the big Elicity episodes, why is there no Elicity? Oh, well, you know, next season, we'll pick up on that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Five months of hiatus. But yeah, this was really completely opposite in which I felt like they were racing through bad guy exposition right. and plot, just like churning it up just so they could be done with it and go yeah. to Oliver Felicity and Diggle, which yeah. that doesn't happen on this show ever. So it was just, it was such a joy because like it was rapid pace and then just like stopped. It was slow down. Yeah. I was like, Okay. We're not racing through that. Like Beth was saying, there was a 10-minute Felicity scene, and I was like, wow, how is that constructed? You know what I mean? Because but it, it was amazing. It was really, really good. And yeah. I just – it was like if I could have delivered a wish list for this season for Felicity Smoke, honestly, they pretty much checked all the boxes for me. I, I think one yeah. of the things that maybe some folk have trouble with is this whole Felicity in the cabin shouldn't wouldn't it have been better if Felicity's living her life in Star City and running her company and but I think the point of it too is she has to sacrifice just like Oliver has to you know like he makes a massive sacrifice and she makes a massive sacrifice in multiple areas and I don't think that it's the show's not saying that they can't do both because they were doing both it's just they inflicted these circumstances upon them that just you know, they couldn't work around, which, you yeah. know, they had to do that in, you know, when Emily decided not to do eight, you got to run through what are the scenarios in which we can keep Oliver and Felicity together, but she's not dead. Mm -hmm. But we have an explanation for why she's not around. Right. And that's limited. But they, they carried it they off. They really did a good job, guys. I'm really happy with it. I was just very moved. Me too. I, I wish there was a little bit more Oliver Felicity and Diggle through the season. I feel like, once again, we didn't really get a great John Diggle year. 
Um, I guess that would be my my one major complaint with season seven is they kind of dropped the ball on John again. But Elicity, as per usual, pretty freaking was a highlight. I mean, yeah, and I gotta be honest, I don't care about anything more than I care about Elicity on the show. Nothing. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I don't care about Felicity's individual storyline. I don't care about Oliver. I don't care about Diggle. I don't care about anything else other than their love story. And I just got a firework display happy ending when I really wasn't even expecting it tonight. I was really signing up for another 10 more episodes having to wait for it. And they're like, nope, don't got to wait, John. Got I mean, do I have now. to watch eight now? I guess I kind of don't have to. Now, would it have been nice <laughs> to have seen Oliver on the other side of that portal waiting for her? Yeah, I feel like that's the yeah. one chip they're holding on to. That if they get Emily back, I, think I don't think we are going to see a reunion scene, but I think no, we're going to we'll get together. them together. Yeah. And I would be, right. I'm going to be really shocked if she doesn't come back, at least for the series finale. And listen, we're going to get so many wonderful fanfics of the fans writing out that reunion. Well, I think that's really important, too, because, you know, this is what's great about fandom is the creativity keeps flowing after the show ends. And for a lot of people, this is the series finale. And I mean, is the fandom going to get smaller? Probably. Yeah. There's going to be some people lot, who bail and who are all smaller. done and they move on. But I think the people who are really um, into writing fix and, you know, this ending gives them just plenty of Well, I think there's, there's different and... levels to disengagement. That's like, true. There's the people who are going to stop watching, mm-hmm. stop live tweeting. They're not, they're not going to watch season eight, but they'll still be reading fanfics or whatever, you know, participating like, in that regard. That's the Kelly Or talking level. with their friends. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm right. always gonna. I'm gonna keep reading Elicity fanfic. Of course I would. Well, like, yeah. Like that's this concept Lexi got the fandom, a comment like, on. Like no. Yeah, Lexi got a comment on one of her fics saying it was pointless for her to write fan fiction because nobody was gonna watch read it anymore. Okay, first of after all, this don't season. be. And I'm like sassin my Lexi girl. I'm like that's pretty not... ignorant like do you know cr- people still read buffy fanfic okay oh my gosh on, so much Stop buffy out. fanfic out there listen we've had them married with triplets a hundred million times say i personally have not written it because i've just made my peace with all of that i had to let it go but i respect those everybody's got their uh, well got what's their fun lines. with that stuff is like this is like new generation fic writers like i was the live viewing generation it was 20 years ago. I mean, now it's people who are discovering it on Netflix, you know, and getting excited and bringing in their perspectives. I mean, I truly feel Arrow can be one of those fandoms that goes through 20 years. And I think one of the reasons why is the depth of which the Alyssa love story connected with people and the fact that it was not love triangle based television show. Mm. Uh, it's not divisive in nature. You know, the, the hard part of a love triangle show, it's like one side wins, the other one, you know, pack your loser bags, you're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the other one starts And you just don't like, like want to be around here. that. And you, when, when, no. when, when you're the, when you're the um, side that doesn't, you know, get the happy ending, you don't want to be around 
The other fans. You want to forget it was ever. Yeah, you just want to like take that painful memory out of your life, and you don't really want to hang with the fans who got the happy ending because you're just like on polar opposite perspectives on the show. What I think is great about the Elicity fandom, we've had some rough goes. But I think everybody can at least agree that we like Oliver and Felicity together and we want them to have happiness. So, yeah, I agree. you know, um, you can disagree with the execution of the story, how they've handled their individual characters, um, all kinds of stuff. But I think, you know, if you ask any Elicity fan, you know, do you want Oliver and Felicity to be happy and end up together? I feel fairly confident you're going to get near 100% yes on that answer. And that's mm-hmm. a really great spot to build. God, we are so fanfic lucky. fandom, creativity, gift makers, vid makers. I mean, we can just there's gonna be it's just there's just gonna be so many goodies over this hiatus. It's we gonna are be the best. So lucky. I mean, I can do. I mean, so Cal lucky? and I can do literally three <laughs> hours on. I should have told you sooner that I love you. Oh my god! Like that's his one regret in life. This is the man who murdered people. Yeah, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I really regret not telling Felicity I love her six episodes sooner than I did. It's like. Like at least six. Like maybe like was like 114. I hate to bring up how I met you better because the season finale was so shit. But like this is this is why the season finale, the series finale was so disappointing. Because they would have great writing. They had great writing right before. And Ted goes running to the mother's apartment. And he says in 45 days we're going to meet. And he tells her, I can't wait those 40. I want those 45 days. And essentially, that's what Oliver's saying to Felicity. Yeah, that we got that in Elicity right. form tonight. He wants those extra. <sighs> you know, whether it was episode six or episode 103 or he wants those extra episodes just Can you to imagine? Be with her. Can you imagine the little fanfics that are going to have oh him? Oh, my God. Like regretting the, the breakup and everything. Yeah. Just like. Ugh. Well, because, mm. yeah, they did lose each so other for yeah. periods. It took a long. This is this is why it feels so satisfying in the sense that the monitor is coming to find Oliver because he sees something in Oliver that can help save the universe and save other superheroes. And, you know, Oliver really didn't begin as your classic hero. And he's really had to work for everything that he's earned. These writers put this guy through his paces. He got away Mm -hmm. with nothing. You know, even the times where he screwed up with Felicity. I mean, we were, it was like almost two years before. I mean, it was, it was always with him one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess that was part of me why I was like, you know, I wasn't overly frustrated last week while we were you know, beating the killing thing like a dead horse. And I was like, my thing with that is it, it makes sense to me because that's Oliver. Oliver always finds another reason to justify it, you know, and it, and he will always think, well, this is a completely different scenario. <laughs> Code doesn't apply here. Totally different thing. So the fact okay. that like Tommy was just like, dude, I was just. Before, before we go, yes. I have to share Something that Penny Ray I love just tweeted. Penny. Penny's going to be did. watching season eight with me. Woo! It's going to be no, me and Penny. Just, Woo! <laughs> Anyhow, she said about, um, you know, where's, where's Oliver? What, what, 
is he dead blah 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 or whatever somebody said penny said it's all about quote balance in the universe in order for our universe to stay in balance oliver had to be removed from it because someone that was supposed to be removed wasn't barry and well Kara's not from our universe but barry therefore alternate universe for 20 years until the balance is restored it gets restored after the crossover Right, because there's two episodes after the crossover. I think the crossover is going to be mm-hmm. eight, so then he's still nine and ten. Mm-hmm. So he can come back. Mm-hmm. With Felicity. You know, I think there stands there. a very good chance of this being <laughs> kind of a wacky, rapid pacing final, you know, Cookville kind of. You know, I just, I'm just like, it's like, I'm just like, I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. That's kind of where I am at with it. I have no expectations. Let go and let God. Uh, Basically, that's my attitude. I'm really excited that the kids are going to be taken over um, in the Flash Wars because I feel like we'll get a better taste for what the spinoff could be. And that excites me. I like to like pre-taste. It's like picking out wedding cake. You have to try it before you commit. So I'm fairly certain I'll commit, but you don't know. I just, there was just, there's just stuff. There's just stuff. And what's fun is I think Diggle's still around. So we could get a lot. Diggle's not on the run. So they basically left it open for Diggle to be a mentor in season eight to the Flash Forward kids, which I'm kind of down for. Uncle Diggle could be awesome it might suck but it's fine Elicity got a happy ending so I'm, I'm good do we have any questions on our pod no. no here's another thing I Heidi tweeted this and she found something she said somebody had posted a thing it looks like it was probably to a comment section and they said okay spoilers for a 30 year old comic but at the end of the original crisis storyline the last surviving remnants of the multiverse that didn't fit into the new rebuilt DC universe um, were sent off to live in a paradise dimension. Oh. And then she screenshotted the, that um, picture of Stephen and Emily from Coachella that Kat Karina yeah. posted today. Where it says, in somewhere in another universe, Elicity is like, fuck that, let's party. And then she also posted a screenshot from tonight where the monitor says to Felicity where I'm taking you there's no return and Felicity saying I've waited a very long time to see him I didn't I missed that that there's no return see that says to me too that that's bullshit the minute they say that it's like well I think the monitor is just like full of crap pressed down and running over bullshit but (laughs) literally everything out of that guy's mouth I'm like suspect like what am I I'm half expecting that the whole crisis crossover will be about taking down the monitor <laughs> and like screw your rules we're making our own rules I now mean, you might not be wrong i mean i don't know listen don't know. even if there Maybe. is no coming back which the minute they say that of course they're coming back but let's just pretend well, that that's what's back. happening they're in paradise sure i'm sold but paradise is fine i'm good with paradise i mean did i, I not say oliver and felicity should say fuck this shit leave town and go to aruba isn't that pretty much mm-hmm. what they just did that's basically, basically what, what they, they did. did. So they handed it off to the kids. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. So, fam, we made we it. We will probably have more podcasts on this topic as Callie and I digest our rewatches. 
because Probably, there was a lot of things likely. I bet I missed because of the sobbing. But we survived the finale. We survived the finale. Our ship is intact. It's sailing for calmer, paradisey seas. God bless. We've got genetically gifted children to take over the city with a potential great love triangle. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I'm so, so, so happy. I am yeah, in a too. rainbow bubble of joy. No one can pop it. Yeah. And I'm just very grateful to Beth and Mark and So enjoy Steve and Emily basking and... in the end game, folks. We got it. Yes. Yes. I'm very grateful to Emily Bet Ricards and what she brought yes. and her talent. And I'll miss her for the ten episodes, but I don't feel like I've lost anything. No, we haven't lost, lost a damn thing. thing. In fact, I think we gained more than what we ever yeah, anticipated. Yeah, we did. So we did. I know, guys. Okay. If I were a betting woman, I'd be tapping out, but I'm not. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, we'll be back at you. Who knows when? But we'll be yeah, back. Yeah, there'll be more podcasts. We'll come up with something. You, there'll be something. There'll be something to snark about. We still have to watch Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones at least. Yeah, Game mess. of Thrones next week for sure. I appreciate yeah, yeah. everyone sticking around for our rant about that. Yeah. Even though it's a little outside of content that we typically talk about. Yeah, it's fine. All right, guys. We'll talk okay. soon. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play and look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.